Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Thank you guys for being along for the ride. Mitchell, a very fun yes. iOS 14 story for you. Okay. One of the features in iOS 14, actually in iOS 13, um, they en- they enabled shortcuts, Siri shortcuts. This is kind of like a programming language, kind of pseudo programming language that lets you create, um, you know, tasks that have different, you know, triggers. So you can make it open an app and hit this button if the app actually enables it. Interesting kind like, of like feature. a voice macro almost, like you're yeah, creating exactly, a macro. A macro, okay. macro. That's a great okay, word yeah. for it. And you can <clears throat> assign your own icon to these macros. So, okay. Um, a gentleman um, who obviously saw this and, and realized his name is James Trapp out of San Francisco. He's a designer. He decided, let me make some icons that people can use for these shortcuts because he saw how people were customizing their actual apps and their actual uh, home screens. So he created this icon pack and he started to sell it for 28 US dollars. Okay. Well, um, a, a fellow, a YouTuber uh, by the name of MKBHD, Marquez Brownlee, um, talked about this guy and talked about his icons, which skyrocketed the purchases of these uh, icon packs from what he was making, you know, a couple hundred bucks or 6K to about 40K uh, after the first day. And he had sales of about $116,000 oh from 4,188 customers. And that is as of the writing of the article that I'm reading now, whereas who knows where it is today. But just shows you the influence of certain people, especially the credible ones like MKBHD. Like Marquez. Yeah. Exactly. And I was going to say, first of all, bravo to Marquez Brownlee for doing that and, and supporting and promoting people that are doing cool things not just yeah. big companies. He really is a champion of just good products in general, which I love. And it does good to show you why, Mark, you just mentioned it. There's a reason that, that like people are called media influencers. When you have the kind of reach that MKBHD has, uh, reaching 10 million people, I mean, what does he have? Is he up to like 12 million or 13 oh, million to, subscribers like now? 12, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's um, it shows you, like you said, the power of social media and being wielded in a good, positive way. Not to trash, and that's, you know, that's not what Marquez does. He likes to promote good stuff. And he does, and it helps this person, it helps people get a good product. Yeah. So bravo all around. I think that's great. Yeah, so I, that's I like that. Good story. And, and that's one of those features that, you know, I think in iOS 14 that do stand out. But it's one of those features that I think people don't necessarily pay attention to because there are so many other fun things to do in iOS 14, uh, you know, starting with just customizing your your actual home screen, which is great with widgets. Like it's 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 changing the device for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I, again, and I get it. And, and Android folks have every right to giggle at us right now because they're probably saying widgets. We've had those for years. And yes, <clears throat> you have. And iPhone users have been upset about it for years, not being able to customize with a widget. For people that don't know the difference between an icon, you know, like an app icon or shortcut on a widget. On your on the normal iPhone, you have the little icons that represent each of your apps, little little square, you touch it, the app opens. A widget is a larger device that's interactive that gives you information that you can control. You can tell I, I want a weather widget. And it comes in different sizes. And the you know, iPhone allows you to resize that widget three different ways. So, you know, a small, medium, and large widget takes up a decent portion of your screen, but it allows you to customize, mark the information that's most important to you. And the way I've designed where's my uh, the way I design mine, yeah. uh just just because it gives 
gives me the information that I need at the very top. I have my calendar. I'm showing Mark right now. Yeah. And the biggest widget possible, or sorry, the medium size. Then underneath, I have stocks and uh, weather. And then, you know, from there I can go and I can create more of them. But for me, having this calendar widget, Mark, has been life-saving because I don't know about you, but I have problems with notifications, even though I program everything oh, so yeah, specifically. Same thing same thing. Birthday notifications don't come up, even though it's programmed to come up the day before, the day of, at 9 a.m. Sometimes it doesn't happen. But with the calendar widget open, right there on my home screen, I can't avoid it. It shows you things for that day, appointments, birthdays, important events. So there's no reason to miss anything just because SIR. I forgets to tell you or reminders forgets to actually remind you. So, yes, big so, widgets. I'm a big fan. So I have a, a smaller calendar widget on the top of my device here. If you take a look at it over here, uh, yeah, yeah. just a little square that shows me the what's upcoming next. Um, I haven't gone right. into great detail, but really getting a lot of the widgets in there. But I have the weather widget on my second screen on my right. second on my second page there. And then I got rid of everything else. Like I, I literally I started removing all the apps that I don't use frequently because on, on the far right, when you scroll all the way to the right, you have the app library, which is a way for you to search the entire device for the apps that you use. And it actually prioritizes apps in the way you use them. So it brings, you know, the more frequent ones to the top. And I find that is a great way to look through my apps like they're all sitting here and I can just kind of scroll up and they're already categorized into genres for me so I don't have to worry about it which is pretty cool but definitely the widgets really transform this entire device. <clears throat> and it also makes you realize how much we are all creatures of habit and by that I mean did you realize Mark how many apps on your phone and when I say how many apps I mean like maybe 90% of the apps that are on your phone you don't use or haven't used in months I, I couldn't believe how many apps I hadn't touched in a yeah. year, two years three years but I, I, I like I don't know about you but I get to this point where it's like you know what Let's I might not use there. this app every day. I know. I'll leave it there. It doesn't Same doesn't bo it doesn't bother me. And I might, when I need it, at least it will be there. But now, it doesn't have to clutter up your home screen anymore. You don't have to have all these little dots and you know even folders that get cluttered with games that I never play or utility apps I never use that are have no utility to me. So it was it was almost like spring cleaning for me. It was a great yeah. opportunity for me to get rid of stuff because I know they're still going to be there. But visually, get rid of the clutter. It's like emptying out your attic or your you know storage space, whatever you. Just get rid of the clutter. You don't need it. There are very few apps we actually use on a daily basis. So for this, I thank iOS 14. Yeah, you know, the same way. I have so many apps on there, and I try to clean it out. I try to keep it relevant, but it doesn't always work because there's so many things on there. I'm like, yeah, let me keep that up here just in case, which is which is pretty <laughs> cool, and I, and I can go ahead and do it. Um, the, the other one that I, I kind of like, it's, it's such a stupid feature, man. Uh, what? Just, just picture in picture is something that we should have had across yes. the board, um, and we've had it on the iPad for a bit. The fact that it's just now coming to the iPhone is just ridiculous, but um, uh, I love picture in picture, and I also love the, the whole brand new Siri interface, the fact that she doesn't take up the whole screen, even though you can't touch anything else on the screen while it's being you know, invoked. I love you can the see fact it, that though. you can just see it and it's all, everything's yeah. there behind the, behind the kind of, behind the, the veil. And you know what? And again, you say this is a small thing and literally and figuratively, it might be a small thing, but I can't tell you how frustrating it was that when a phone call came in or when a FaceTime notification came in. Uh, how your whole screen would be hijacked regardless of what you were doing, reading, how you were interfacing with your iPhone. Everything just stopped and it went to this full screen. Look who's calling and it's not necessary. Yes, I, the one thing I did like is seeing like I have funny pictures for people when they call me. So when they when it went full screen, it would be a funny picture of that person. It's like, oh, there's Mark and being silly or actually for you, it's a cute picture of your family. But otherwise, it doesn't need to take up the whole thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. Don't, don't, did you not notice this? I don't, and again, I'm seeing that with because on my iPad a lot. 
So the phone will ring, and I'll get the little thing come down from the top of the screen. Right. I'll hit answer, but then it brings me to the answer screen where I still have to hit answer again sometimes. And I think it's we have when to it slide it. I don't necessarily have to slide it. Sometimes I have to slide it. Sometimes it lets me just answer. I think it has to do with unlocking the phone. When the phone right. is still locked, you can you still have to go un- unlock it. It's Which very is strange. Weird, but yeah. But the, yeah, the behavior is not not really it's not perfect yet. Yeah, it's, it's not worked not, out yet. Yeah, not really where I want it to be. Also, you know, the control center. Which is when you kind of slide down and you can turn on your lights and you can yeah on the right hand side on. of the phone yeah um, I find that really kind of uh, intuitive you can really customize it they've added things like bedtime QR code scanning access to some of your smart home devices which is pretty cool um, so across the board the control center is something that I really really enjoy where's QR scan I'm looking at mine right now where's QR um, if it's not there if it's not there in your control center uh, toward the bottom you should see right. a little thing with the QR scanner that all you have to do. Is you okay. head into your Talk settings app. You just go into okay, well, settings. hold on. Here we go. I'm, I'm, this is all for everybody out there. Yeah. If you want to get that QR, because you know what? It, it's a very useful thing to follow and tag items or to look yes. at, look something up. Okay, so I'm, I'm in settings. What do I do now? Go down to control center. I'm going, okay, I'm in. So what? that's in the third, that's in the third the section third of apps that exactly. starts with general. Okay, so and then I'm going s- to control center, yeah. Now, right here, by <clears> the way, you can hide your uh, home control if you want. If you want to get rid of your home control apps, you can get rid of that there now. But it says included controls, and then there's a section of more controls. Down oh, in the more controls, you'll see QR code reader. But you'll see everything else that's there. There's guided access, there's dark mode, accessibility shortcuts, timer, voice memos, lots of really cool things you can throw onto that control center screen. I'm just, hold on, I'm adding this you can add notes sound stopwatch oh this is incredibly useful i'm going to add a stopwatch too you see you so see. you can continue with the show i'm going to play around with my ios no, 14 thing with the show without you here this is not how this all right works. I'll, I'll put it away but that's a great thing to know i did <laughs> i did not know that there you go my poor johnny carson for the day go ahead um what else what else do you like um, you know what? My my main concern, honestly, was the widgets. Uh, I was I was in. Impre- you know what? Uh, the iconography is a little bit different. You'll notice that the apps now, yep. certain apps have a little ring around them to highlight them a little bit. Um, I like the new iconography. Some people were thinking if it ain't broke, but I happen to like it. It shows me that I'm dealing with something new. Do I think. You use, organi- well, do you yeah. use any um any apps that uh, you can now make default, like a different browser? Some people use Chrome instead of Safari. Some people use Outlook instead of Mail, and you can now choose which one is the default. Uh, I I I appreciate no I did I did know about that but I haven't changed anything because I still I still use the default engines that I use of course you know in my everyday which was fine I just you know Google search and Safari is the browser and all that stuff so that wasn't an issue I'm just looking around my phone now and the one thing I will say um, at first and this is before dot uh, one came out I guess to the first fix the first the immediate fix. Yeah. Um, and that was uh, that it, there was a little bit of a delay. There was a lag uh, for S-I-R-I. Actually, I could say Siri because you have to say, hey, first. Yeah. Um, so there was a little bit la- of a lag with Siri. She had a little problem recognizing and getting her you know, work done. There was always a big delay. I found that has been the gap is closed. That speed gap is closing as updates come out. I just want to give a little thing out there to people. And this is courtesy of uh, Brian Tong, who do- also does some great YouTube videos. Um he used to do Apple Bytes, I guess, on uh, CNET, and then he has his own brand, yeah. Apple Bits. Um, really good stuff. And he he gave a bites. little recommendation to people that I'm going to pass on to Aaron. Thank you, Brian Tong, for this. So he was saying, there are people that are going to be downloading, like yourself, Mark, the latest version of iOS 14.2. In beta, you're doing it right now. You're testing it. I will tell people right now, if you're planning on getting a new iPhone, even though that event is going to be October 13th, they haven't made it official yet, but that's when it's going to be. We're going to, they're going to announce the new phones, probably come out with some in October and some in November. If you plan on getting a new iPhone, do not 
and I repeat this, do not download the 14.2 beta on your main device that you plan on transitioning into your, your next iPhone because when you do your backups, it will back up the beta that you have and then try to put it on your new phone. All the new phones okay. are going to be shipping with an earlier version. They're still going to be shipping with 14.1, not 14.2 because it's not ready yet. So if, you're, if your last save on your main device is to an, a beta of 14.2, you will not be able to transfer that information onto your brand new iPhone. You'll have to wait until the official release of 14.2 before you can actually, because it won't, you can't go backwards. You can't go backwards. You're not going to be able to go backwards with a new phone. So do not use 14.2 on your main device if you hope to get a new iPhone because it's not going to ship with that version and it will not let you go backwards. So, a little bit of love out there to our audience. If you're an early adopter, use it on a second device. And unless you don't care about getting a new phone, then go crazy. We have about think, two Mark? minutes left, but I wanted to talk about the Translate app because this is something. Oh that yeah, it's become a go-to for me, especially living mm-hmm. in Montreal with English and French. Being able to quickly translate stuff and respond to an email in French is really cool. I know a lot of people are enjoying the real-time translating when you turn your phone landscape. You can actually carry on a conversation with someone with a little bit of a lag, but you can just speak in your native tongue, and it will translate it and actually dictate it to the other person wow. in their native tongue as well. So it detects what language you're actually talking to, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, so many other things across the board. CarPlay, you can customize the backgrounds now, which is pretty cool. And I really I really want to get my hands on a car that supports car keys. I want to be able to use my phone as a car key for my car. That might be the actual only requirement for my next vehicle. I might go for a car that has and supports car keys. How about you? Isn't it funny, though? <laughs> you know, no, I, I totally hear you. For me, it's just CarPlay in general. Uh, and by the way, did you know that BMW, one of the last, one of the few holdouts for using CarPlay, who's actually charging customers a subscription no, they stopped. They stopped. fee? No, 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 no. You, thanks for stealing my thunder. That's oh, what I was going to say. Yeah. No, the last holdout. <laughs> thanks, Mark, for ruining my little bit. Uh, yeah. So BMW used to charge people for CarPlay. They yeah. finally stopped doing that. Bravo. But that's something I look for when I buy a new car. If it doesn't have CarPlay, I kind of lose a little interest because yeah. I like the interface and I like having everything, you know, not worrying about updating maps, just using Apple Maps. So, yeah, thanks for ruining that, Mark. That was great. What's your favorite feature of iOS 14? <laughs> Let us know. Email contact at yourtechreport.com. Of course, if you want to check us out online, it is at yourtechreport. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you to Brent and Michelle over at iRobot. Check out the uh, iRobot 7, and we're going to have a feature on that coming up in the coming weeks. Thank you guys so much for being here. Again, at Your Tech Report everywhere. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I, or Brittany, as we called you earlier, on behalf of Mitchell <laughs> Whitfield, I am Marco Flalo. We will speak to you again next week here on Your Tech Report. Go, go get me a BMW with car keys, okay? Please, please, please. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. Kids. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we the perfect, perfect podcast, podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the Dean Blundell, Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because, because democracy, democracy is, is something, something you do. do. What happens when we play outside? 
We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca.